Good God, they're dredging them up on GBN this breakfast. That's Henry Bolton. Remember him? He was the UK Independence Party leader. UKIP leader for a cough and a spit. Until other events. Blimey. <laughs> Where did they get him from, eh? Where's he been hiding? Oh dear, just as Henry gets excited about economic migrants, and most of them are, he, he stopped in his tracks. Becca Hudson's here to give us information we don't really need. She's got a, um, a message from someone to say, I am an 82-year-old mother who lives in Italy, so if I get the chance to go to Italy, I'll go. Okay. If you have the chance to go to Italy and it's okay to go, then go. <laughs> this is the kind of analysis we need in the morning. I know we're all a bit tired, but really, it's, it's like saying, if I get the chance to breathe in and out, I'm going to do it. There's the, uh, the London correspondent outside Wembley because that's where the match will take place tonight. It's Kevin Larkin. Nothing else is 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 happening apart from that they get his name wrong. It's not Kevin Larkin, is it? He's our Yorkshire and Humber correspondent who'll be on in a minute. There we go. It's Paul Hawkins. That's the one you want. Still getting things wrong. Fourth or fifth weekend, is it? So there's no reason for him to be outside Wembley. People are walking past. He's chatting about how you, you might watch it in a pub. Turn down the TV. It's ridiculous. We've got uh, got we've got our Yorkshire and Humber correspondent now. We can barely hear him. Is that is he outside Wortley FC? Because Calvin Phillips trained there, played there. People are walking by. There's no real reason for him to be there. He's just reading the details of Calvin Phillips. Probably off, off his mobile phone, maybe. They'll probably have, have Googled that, won't he? Or used a different search engine. So, great. Apparently, there are five Yorkshire players in the um, in the squad out of 26. So that's something to celebrate. It's just a coincidence, mate. It doesn't necessarily mean that football's coming home to Yorkshire. <laughs> He's desperate to try and give some kind of hook. But there's nothing. I better make something up. That, that uh, Boris Johnson's trying to bring the World Cup home. Literally bringing it home. What do you mean by bringing it home? What's, what does that mean? Why is that literal? He's not bringing the World Cup home, is he? He's bringing a competition or trying to, to, to England or the UK. I don't quite... Oh, it's a slogan. Oh, I see. It's another slogan. Alex the Weatherman's here. Great money flowing through. Well done, GPN. Adequacy achieved. Well, just below adequacy achieved. I've been watching GBN Breakfast for a while this morning now, and um, there doesn't appear to be any other story that they're covering apart from lost learning. Doesn't seem to be anything else. Had a bit on the migrants earlier, but... Um, or the migrant bill earlier, but generally, for the last hour or so, it's been just lost learning. 
they mention other stories, but nothing else is covered at all. There's a real, I mean, what they're doing is they're saying, right, we can't really handle several stories. Let's just do two stories. Nope, can't we do that? Let's just do one story and just cycle on through that. And even that, they can't really handle. Dr. Simon Clark's here again to talk about the one story they're covering, which is Lost Learning. They're also talking about the coronavirus with you, of course. And there he is sitting by his cubby hole. Again, this is not a euphemism. And um, he's also got some kind of, some kind of, is it a fire blanket for the University of Reading? Is it a chair or an award? Anyway, it's interesting where he stuck himself. It seems to be by the stairs. No, I know, ask him, will you ditch your mask, will you keep it on? He has just said this, he just wants to ask him again. Um, but I thought, I thought masks were supposed to, to, to help us. Is that not what you're thinking? She doesn't. She gets him to say, oh, well, uh, that, that, the, the evidence for that is tenuous at best. And that's what she wanted for him to make a comment like that. Uh, it's really, um, she might as well shout, I'm going to try and make you say something now. Because you can see it coming a mile off. Good Christ, it's Tony Woodcock. Blimey, remember him from Forest Days. Wonderful player. He's still got long hair. That's Tony. Looks pretty good. He's still got his kind of strawberry blonde curls. Nice one, Tony. I'm not quite sure what they expect from Tony Woodcock, what they expect him to say. You know, that we're at our um, past against Denmark. I'm not particularly good at it. Well, this is a completely new game. Right. What advice would you give them? I don't think I, I, they need any advice. All right, then. See ya. The story about speed limits. And uh, Inanna said, I was caught by a speed camera the other day. I think I was only doing 23. Silence. Okay. Let's move on. We've got um, a, a, a report on some of the uh, some speeding limits in the UK. Nana instantly said, I was caught by a speed camera the other day. So only doing 23. Silence. Okay, let's move on. Let's move on to Rebecca Hudson's here again, telling us things we already know. And um, what they're talking about now is the, the, the uh, story today that people are getting cheesed off with having the excuse of, I'm sorry, it's COVID and we haven't got many people in for what, what's perceived to be bad customer service. Yes, Nana jumps in. I phoned my my GP the other day and I was, you are number 55 in the queue. Oh God, you know, you, you are, you know, right in the queue. Cause you can do other things while you're waiting. You are number 65 in the, oh gee, oh God. Well, you can do other things while you're waiting. As you say, it's not as if you've gone to the surgery and they're running an hour behind. So you're waiting and doing nothing but maybe reading a book or listening to some music. You can do other things. So there we go. Strange. And the set is still a real problem. They've put them on sofas. They've got a smoky screen or smoky window at the back, which um, which is supposed to house the um, the infrastructure, the nerve centre of GBM, where everything's going on. It's empty, and they've they put a, one single lamp there, and then some red neon strips on the on the the, the windows. Which make it look like some kind of neon nightclub, like like spearmint rhino in the morning, and I don't want that. 
GBM breakfast limps along. It's limped to the end. There's no excitement. There's no delight. They're not getting on. They're not enjoying it. It doesn't seem to me there's, there's one story to recycle over and over again. They just seem like they know the game is up. And it may be. Next programme, is that, well, that Colin Brazier thing? Is he called Colin Brazier? Brazier and Maroki. And um, it's being replaced all the time by different people. And yet, the same title is up. They're still calling it Brazier and Maroki, even though he's not there. Yes, he's not there. Today it's Tom Harwood. I think he's been shunted to a different programme. There's this brazier bloke, and yet they still kept the titles going. Well, they've got some revolving... Get, I mean, they're not turning round. That would be more interesting. But a revolving sort of person with Maroki. He doesn't seem to be doing anything, just sitting there looking at the screen. Today it's Tom Harwood, who's the political editor, who's also now an anchorman, it seems. But then, yes, today, Darren Gallagher, who is an anchorman on breakfast, isn't that, was, was called the political editor. So it seems like they can just do what they want. <laughs> it's not very good, is it? Ta-ta.